0: Welcome to Holocron Histories: Star Wars Canon versus Legends. Where we're going to take a deep dive into the lore of the Star Wars universe.
1: All right, and welcome to the Holocron Histories podcast. Uh, I'm t Cup, also known as Austin,
0: and I am Ben of Tamaria.
1: All right, and we're here to talk about all kinds of all kinds of awesome things happening in Star Wars and Legends. And all of that. And so, Ben, what do we have to talk about today?
0: Yeah, today we're going to be going over the lightsaber, the most notable weapon in the Star Wars universe. Even if you're not even a Star Wars fan, you're going to know what a lightsaber is. It's the laser swords. It's in everything.
1: I think it might be one of the most iconic things about Star Wars, other than maybe Darth Vader's breathing.
0: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, heck, we get, um, I mean, even going after Star Wars, there have been so many sci-fi movies that just now use laser swords, even if it's not called a lightsaber. Right. It's so similar.
1: Yeah, I think it just goes hand in hand. I mean, I can't really think of any uh, Star Wars media that doesn't have at least a lightsaber somewhere.
0: Right, yeah. I was going to say Mandalorian, but we get that at the very end of season one, so. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. All right. Well, let's just dive in. Um, we all kind of know, at least if you're a hardcore Star Wars fan, you might know a little bit about the lightsaber and uh, its canon origins from, like, if you watch the Clone Wars and learning about Kyber crystals. They also play a big thing in uh, Jedi Fallen Order and all this stuff. But let's look at... Before Disney, before the Clone Wars, before all of that, we had a plethora of resources that has now been the Legends material. So let's dive into what they say about the start of the lightsaber.
0: Yeah, that's um, so in Legends, the lightsaber, what really started it was there was a species named the Rakata. That if you even play Nice of Old Republic or Star Wars or Old Republic, you can actually meet these spe- ancient species of Force Wielders. And they created something called a Force Saber, which is the precursor to what the, we know as the Lightsaber. With these Force Sabers, um, users were able to channel the dark side of the Force into a blade, into an energy blade. So that being said, with it being using as the uh, Dark Side of the Force, the precursor uh, of the Jedi called Jedi. But they didn't use anything like the the Force Saber anything like that. They used Vibroblades primarily. And then going with when the Jedi Order was getting mostly established... They started using sabers and using a special technology, off-world uh, technology with a forging ritual, learning how to freeze a beam to what we know as somewhat like a lightsaber. But they are constantly using the Force to freeze this beam into place while they're fighting. So
1: kind of like either like Cal Kestis or Kylo Ren when they're stopping laser yeah,
0: balls. Yeah, like f- the, the Force stasis of powers. hmm and then once uh, later down, uh, during the force, prior to the Force Wars, which is a giant war between light side and dark side users of the Force, before there was even a Sith or anything like that, uh, the earliest known lightsaber was called the First Blade, created by the Weapon Master on Tython. And you actually, if you play Star Wars Old Republic, uh, you actually get the First Blade during the Jedi counselor storyline, if you create a Jedi counselor character, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then going forward, like the Jedi eventually and Sith eventually make early refinements, to the weapon uh, making a portable power source on the belt, but due to the instability of the power source, the weapon wasn't heavily used on combat too much. Plus it was attached. Like there was like a wire attached from the power source to the saber so if that ever got disconnected, you're kinda not in a good place during a fight where you could just get stabbed or take a blaster bolt.
1: I think it's important to note that like the way vibro blades work. So like for some of our fans, like if you haven't played Knights of the Old Republic or the Old Republic, you know, there's the especially if you watch The Mandalorian, uh Din Djarin takes out a little knife that seems to be vibrating as he's holding it um that's a vibro blade and it's a special type of weave in the sword that allows it to vibrate and it can actually repel lightsabers
0: yeah it's uh it, it's one of the few weapons that can actually be on par with a lightsaber without like getting cut in half right which is and that's cool
1: that's why this overheating would be dangerous because you've now lost your defense in a vibro blade, It's not going to give you that much of an advantage over a vibro
0: blade. No, since it wasn't mainly used for stability of the power pack and everything for the weapon. Um, they just morally may, mostly used the weapon as a ceremonial. So when they induct new members or promote members and throughout the order, that's what they did. They didn't, it was more of a traditional ceremon- ceremonial style. But then once the Sith Empire has been founded, which we can go later, we'll explain later in an episode or down the line in a future episodes. But the Sith Empire was actually responsible for creating the modern day lightsaber. To like taking the power pack, um, condensing it down and making the power cell. And then and placing that power cell inside the hilt of the saber. That way you don't have to have a power pack. It's constantly in the uh, in the saber. So you don't have to worry about disconnection or anything like that. And what was really interesting about the power packs that they developed or the power cells is the energy, like you hitting another saber wouldn't lose energy. The only thing that would make it the saber to lose energy is if you're cutting through pretty much anything, cutting through a wall, rock, cutting through like a metal door, like what we would see in like uh, episode one in the Phantom Menace, where we see Qui-Gon trying to cut down the um, Dura-still door. That is what will actually drain the power cell from the lightsaber, but nothing else would. So it'd be a lot easier for them to use and wouldn't have to worry about charging it all the time. Yeah. Also the Sith, down the line also created the uh synthetic, synthetic lightsaber crystals which is pretty cool so in legends lightsaber crystals or even or known as kyber crystals you can find them in the world mostly at Ilum the ice planet Ilum El- but you can also find them in like Dantooine and Nights Republic and um, you can find them i believe on Tython as well mm-hmm. But all these crystals are already have a color to them. So they, green, blue, purple, yellow, they all have a color to it already. But red crystals, the Sith actually created synthetic uh, color crystals. And that is why they have red crystals compared to like the Jedi Order, where none of them have red because red's not a natural color for Kyber crystals. Which is pretty interesting.
1: It is interesting. Um, and we'll get into this. But the way Disney explains the red lightsaber crystals. Is a lot more.
0: Oh yeah. they're very put, different. Yeah they put a lot more depth into. Why crystal colors. are why they are. Or the way they are. Yeah. Which is really cool. But the Sith also created like the double bladed lightsaber. Which we see a lot. Um, with like typically. What we see in today's media. Which is like Darth Maul. Uh, savage oppress the inquisitors all use double-bladed sabers so the sith were the ones that created those Mm -hmm. and then later down the um, time uh, the jedi eventually did adopt the modern lightsabers that the sith created during the events of the great hyperspace war which was a giant war um, between the jedi and the sith where throughout the war the jedi was losing ground they eventually like after cutting down some Sith, uh, some of the Sith, and like taking their lightsabers, they engineer their own from theirs, and all the the Jedi Order going forward adopted what we see in today's like lightsabers of the Jedi Order. Right, and we can go uh, talk about the Great Hyperspace War in a later episode, but it, it, it's it's there's a lot that happens in that.
1: Yes. A lot of the old Republic and before that is just what we know are like series of conflicts mm-hmm. that happen one after another,
0: yeah um, it's and not we'll like talk about that yeah, it's not like um what we see in like the episodes one through three or four through six, like legends there's like here's a conflict, and like you have a year of peace and may or maybe like six months, and then another conflict breaks out. It's crazy. Yeah. During Legends, um, and this even translates into the canon, during the Great Jedi Purge, Palpatine eventually outlaws lightsabers. And then this is a cool little thing, which they haven't really explained on in uh, in the current canon, is Luke, uh, when after Luke lost his first lightsaber in Cloud City, he created a new one with schematics that were left by Obi-Wan, which is pretty cool. And he actually had to use a a synthetic crystal because all the places where you can normally find kyber crystals were all locked down by the um, Empire at the time. So he was not able to get to any of these places, let alone, you know, be able to get a crystal at that point because the Empire was mining them so much for, you know, the Death Star. So that's what I got in Legends.
1: And that's another thing that is kind of transferred between Legends and canon is that the Death Star is powered by kyber crystals. Mm-hmm. That's how it, which is how it has such a devastating weapon.
0: Yes. And we, we see that in Rogue One. We see that in, uh, you actually see in Star Wars Rebels, the Empire transporting a giant kyber crystal um mm-hmm. for some unknown purpose that we don't know but if you're a, a hardcore star wars fan you know what exactly it's going to be going for <laughs> and once yep. it blows up you it's, it's a giant explosion
1: mm-hmm. well that's legends um one book that you can read from regens if you really want to get into like what the jedi were like before the creation of the lightsabers would be the dawn of the jedi book um
0: Ooh, I don't think I've ever even read that one yet.
1: Yeah, uh, I've read about like half of it, or okay, some parts of it. Um, it's good and it's interesting. Hmm. All right. Um, you want to move on to canon, or you want to take a little short little break?
0: Yes, yeah, we can do the mid break. All right. Let's take a break then. <laughs>
1: All right, welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about all things going on with the podcast. Um, We don't have a Patreon or anything like that, but if you want to support the show, one of the best ways to do that is to leave us a review either on Spotify where you can just leave us a starred review or on Apple Podcasts where you can leave a five-star review and write us some words. Um... And if you do that, we will read those reviews on the show in the midbreak here.
0: Yeah, and if you ever want to let us know any topics you want us to go over, you're feel free to put that put those in the reviews or in the comments or anything um, to let us know what you want to hear.
1: Yes, and we do have a Twitter, correct, Finn?
0: Yes, we do have a Twitter. Um, we are at SW. Hollow histories on Twitter. Uh, so you can follow us on there and give us a, uh, just tweet us through that and let us know how we're doing or there's anything specific you want us to dive into. Uh, you can do that on Twitter as well.
1: And like my other two podcasts, the Assassin's Creed Lordcast and the Dragon Age Lordcast, we are part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club. Um, And so if you want to join us and talk to us on that Discord server, you can totally do that. We'll put that link in the show notes. Yeah. you have anything else, Ben?
0: Uh, No, I think that's really it, honestly.
1: All right. Let's get into this lightsaber. All right. So, Ben, what is... What is canon about the lightsaber? What do we know?
0: All right. So what we know is, um, so good thing about the canon now is a lot of the things from legends does eventually do trans uh, transition into the canon, which is nice. But as far as the canon, as far as the lightsaber itself, the only thing we really know about its construction, it was created thousands of years before the Galactic Republic that we see in Uh, The prequel series movies, so like episode one through three, that's the only thing we really know. We don't know too much on the origins itself on the Blade, but it did take a major role in the Clone Wars, as we see. And then um, I don't have this in the show notes, but if you read the High Republic novels, um, the lightsaber is a big thing that the High Republic Jedi Order use as well so and they go a lot more unique designs as well during the high republic age which is pretty cool uh which i'll get more into here in a bit but notable parts in for the lightsaber you have the emitter the power cell the activator and then the kyber crystal the materials that you can use for uh, the lightsaber help though all vary vary um so for instance in Uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars, there is, I believe it's like a two or three episode little arc that you see the younglings of the Jedi Order actually go to Ilum with Master Yoda and Ahsoka, uh, where they go get their kyber crystal. And then after they get the crystals, they construct their first lightsaber. And in that episode, uh, you actually see one of the few Wookiee Jedis, which is really cool. And he uses Bylark Tree, which is a Material Bilark is uh, the native tree to Kashyyyk. So it's something unique for his saber for his homeland. And then you can use like gems and um, different types of metals and such for the saber hilt, which is cool. So, one of the things about Jedi Fallen Order as a game is
1: you get to customize your lightsaber uh, with all kinds of different styles and parts. And you can kind of see the different like metal materials that you can use your lightsaber in when you're going in to customize there.
0: Yeah. And and then the cool thing about the styles too. um, So there's in the Jedi order there, there's four different unique styles that you can shake. uh, You can use for your saber. There's duty and resolve peace and justice, elemental nature, and then valor and wisdom. Those four styles are the premise, like the basic styles that you can use to create your lightsaber. And we see that like in Jedi Fallen Order, there's different ones where like Obi-Wan's is, I believe a peace and justice style. Mm-hmm. um, And you, you, you get that in like the part names when you're customizing your saber in Jedi Fallen Order. Another cool thing is you can use those, like if you ever go to Batuu at Black Spire Outpost at Galaxy's Edge, when you go to Sabi's Workshop, you actually choose there's peace and justice elemental nature and duty and resolve three of those Jedi um, styles that you can use to build your very own saber at Sabi's workshop, which is pretty cool. And then going on uh, the Sith also have some styles as well, passion and strength and power and control, which like I said, in galaxy's edge, you have the power and control um, for the Sith style, um, Saber that you can create at Savi's. Which, cool thing about Savi's, Savi's is a part of the canon, so that park is a living, breathing thing for the Star Wars universe. So everything that happens to the park is part of canon.
1: Ah, I see.
0: And then, um, just like in Legends, the lightsaber Blade can cut through basically anything. Now there are materials like the Viber Blade that it can't cut through there is beskar that we see in uh, Mandalorian and then also in Clone Wars we have Zillow Beast hide which uh you f- you do see Beasts in the uh Clone Wars animation you have the elite patrolian guard armor which is the guard armor that uh Darth Sidious or Palpatine's guards are made of this are the red armor they have mm-hmm. and then also the armor that snoke's guards you have in um Last Jedi in episode eight and their armor. You can tell when they're Ray and Kyler fighting them, they can actually use their arms to block saber hits because it just bounces off. Hmm. But you also have like personal energy shields and then there's some other metals and other armors in the universe that are more resistant to lightsaber uh, strikes. Yeah.
1: We haven't really seen the personal energy shield come back to like official no. mainstream canon yet.
0: Not official. A, a I think it's mentioned in one of the... I think it's mentioned in the books, mainly. I don't think... It's like we don't see it in live action or like in the animation yet.
1: Right.
0: So, And also, with the lightsaber, and we, we see this in Clone Wars, um, lightsabers can actually function underwater somehow. As far as that works, it's not explained... Um, we it's see, the force. It's well, the force. yeah, it's the force <laughs> just, yeah, just use the force. It'll work. Um, but we see that in an episode with Kit Fisto, um, Anakin, Kit Fisto and Ahsoka go on a, on a mission where they have to go underwater and I can't, I think it might be on the planet Manon, but I could be wrong. It's on Moncala. It's on Moncala. Okay. It's uh, the Moncala
1: core in conflict.
0: Oh, okay. It's, there's so many water planets. But you see them activating their sabers underwater, I believe, cutting a pipe or something, if I recall.
1: Or yeah, using it as then, a light source. And they also, I mean, in that episode, they're underwater the whole time as the Moncala are fighting the Quarion, or, or not mm. the Quarions, are a mass effect. The <laughs> Quarin, um the Corin and they're having that conflict and Kit Fisto, Anakin, Ahsoka, they're all there helping the Mon Cala with the aid of the Republic, hold off the separatist and the Koran.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's been a while since I watched Clone Wars. Yes. need you rewatch it, <laughs>
1: uh, the Mon Cala are like Admiral Akbar, that species. Oh of people, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Koran are the squid head people.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Types of lightsabers. Now, this is where it's going to get pretty unique. So, as I mentioned before, we have the double-bladed, which is what the Sith created. Uh, There's the split saber, which, fun fact, if you play Jedi Fallen Order, uh, down the story, you actually create... um, redo your saber to where it becomes a split saber. So you can take it apart or put it back together. Uh, There is the saber pike double bladed spinning saber which is what the inquisitors use uh you have the dual phase and the dual phase sabers are um like kanan Jerris. his mm-hmm. saber is a dual phase to where he can adjust the length of the saber um and you see that when he's training ezra to where he shortened the saber uh blade to his height level right And then uh, we see the uh, cross guard saber, which is what Kylo Ren has. And then we also see a cross guard in Star Wars rebels when they go to Malachor Mm -hmm. just for that little nod. We have the curved tilt, which is what uh, Count Dooku uses for more of a fencing style of fighting. Um, We have the cane saber, which we see from one of the Jedi masters in the Jedi temple uh, I cannot remember his name. I know he helps Ahsoka, but he has a, he has to have a cane. Yeah. but He has a saber hidden in this cane. Mm-hmm. We got a training saber, which are like standard lightsabers, but the blade is such of a low energy level, it could not, it can't cut anything. Mm-hmm. We got the Shoto saber, which is what Ahsoka has as her second saber. We have the light whip. Which is this they actually just recently canonized in the one of the High Republic books to where a Jedi Knight I can't remember her name on top of my head I can find the book later but uh in uh, it's in the one of the young adult novels for the jedi uh, Star Wars yeah. High Republic, but she uh, modified her lightsaber uh to where she can change it into a whip form and use it as a weapon that way after her master told her not to <laughs> so I That's think. fun. And then uh, we have the saber blaster, which is what Ezra has. Uh, well, his first lightsaber was a saber hi- blaster hybrid. Uh, we have the dark saber, which is its own unique style. And then also in the High Republic, we have the saber rifle, which is a rifle to where on the top of the rifle itself, where you normally in real life, where a bullet would eject, um, you would insert your lightsaber on top. And the lightsaber itself would be the power source to shoot the rifle, Mm. and it basically almost disintegrates anything like you shoot. So, like, um, take Mandalorian Mando's Ambin rifle from season one when he shoots a Jawa, like Jawa just goes poof. Right. But yeah, that's the type of sabers they have. Um, And for the intended use, lightsabers were all mainly used to end conflict did that ever happen no because star wars yep and then um we got seven there's also seven forms of classic combat styles i for some reason i did not get the names for those but um each form has its own unique style of fighting to where you go more defensive more of attacking Mm -hmm. um deflecting and so forth and then here's a cool thing uh once a jedi is uh fallen in battle their lightsaber is then collected uh later down uh later once they can go retrieve it and they actually there's an arch in the jedi temple to where they actually place the kyber crystal of the fallen jedi's saber into the kyber arch in the main hall of the jedi temple
1: which is how Palpatine is able to get his hands on so many Kyber
0: crystals. Pretty much. Like, and God, he, yeah. He, like, he needs his own episode. That's, he, mm-hmm. he is his own unique problem.
1: <laughs> that's true.
0: Yeah, um, that's, that's what we have on uh, canon.
1: So, in both Legends and canon, these, uh, lightsabers have a source of their energy uh, which we primarily know as the kyber crystal and so what about the kyber crystal
0: (laughs) so yeah kyber crystals are cool um, especially now in the canon compared to legends legends there's not much there was like oh hey here's different colors you can now put in your lightsaber okay cool in in canon disney changed a lot with it Uh, specifically what Dave Filoni did in the Clone Wars animation show. So kyber crystals are notably found on Ilum. So what we see with those younglings go and get their kyber crystals. um, During those episodes, we actually find out kyber crystals are actually colorless. And then once they're bonded to their specific force user, that's when they get their color. All crystals um, are attuned to the light. So all kyber crystals on Elum, there's like there's literally zero kyber crystals that can be attuned to the dark side. They have a resistance to the dark side. So most normal colors we see mostly is blue and green, but there are some rare colors as like purple and yellow and black, which we still don't know how the dark saber has a black kyber crystal. We just know it does. But with the red crystal specifically, uh, so the Sith actually have to go into or make it do a ritual with the kyber crystal a crystal that's already been attuned to someone so in the comics we see in the darth vader comics how vader actually gets his red crystal he defeats a jedi master he takes his lightsaber takes the crystal out of the saber and he does this thing called he needs to bleed the crystal So he actually uses the dark side of the force and it basically, he has to dominate the crystal to his will to make it red. So he has to basically torture this crystal until it bleeds. And that's where we get the red crystals from. But, and then when a a Sith uh, bleeds a crystal, there is a chance and we see in the comics, so we don't know if it happens to anybody else, but the crystal that Darth Vader takes from this Jedi master starts showing him visions um, of the force, trying to get him back on the light, uh, on the path of the light. So he's trying to convert him back to the light side of the force. Obviously it doesn't happen because Darth Vader is still Darth Vader. Darth Vader eventually does bleed the crystal and to get his crystal for his new lightsaber that he eventually has in like a new hope. Mm-hmm. But beyond the red crystal, there is also the white crystal, which we see, and only one Je- only one force user. I can't say a Jedi because she's technically not a Jedi anymore. But Ahsoka Tano actually has white crystals when you see her in Star Wars Rebels, and later on throughout the Star Wars franchise after Clone Wars. Uh, so it's a similar process, kind of like bleeding, but instead of torturing the the crystals, she purifies them. Um, She actually takes the crystals. She defeats the sixth brother and takes his lightsabers because he had two. Mm -hmm. And mind you, she did not have a lightsaber when she fought the sixth brother. Um, She left her lightsabers at the end of season seven. We find out. So she was saberless. So she defeated an Inquisitor without a saber, uh, takes his lightsabers, and then basically heals these crystals and purifies them with the lights of the force to where they just turn from a re- uh, bright red to a bright white to where they're a pure white color. Which which is cool because mm-hmm. after that, we don't see anybody use a white crystal. So do to be determined with that. And then um, once we get into the sequel series, we have Kylo Ren. The, um, now his crystal is unique. Yes, he... I believe he took his own crystal he had with the saber and bled his old crystal to his new one. But when he was doing that, he, it cracked the crystal. And so with his lightsaber, that the reason why he has like his, is technically a cross guard, the, his two side beams for the saber are actually vents of excess energy because the crystal is unstable. And that's why you hear the like having the crackling sound. When he's always ignitioning and turning it on. And then also, uh, when we, when we, if you ever go to Galaxy's Edge, you can buy Doc Ondar um, at his den of antiquities on Batu, Actually sells uh, kyber crystals. Blue, green, yellow, purple, red, white. as how he gets these crystals. Nobody knows. But he sells them for a profit. And at the same time, the gatherers who work for Sabi, for Sabi's workshop, Uh, actually collects Kyber crystals and lightsaber parts and teaches people about the art of creating a lightsaber. Mm. But yeah, that's what we have on Kyber crystals.
1: Well, thanks. Uh, Do you have anything else to say on the lightsaber?
0: No, I think that's primarily it that we really got right now. I mean, with the High Republic and then um, what Disney's doing, with the tv shows i'm sure we're going to get a lot more in-depth stuff going forward with the lightsabers um Mm -hmm. i would say mainly we'll get more focused on them in the hybrid public book uh, novel series because they go a lot more in-depth with like designs um there is uh, i'm trying to think of his name um i think his name is master stellan geos uh, he, he actually has a cross guard, but his saber hilt is very unique to where he actually has on the side vents to where the, the energy beams come out on the side. He actually has a metal piece below those. So his hand will actually stop at the metal to where it won't like actually hit the energy blade compared to where Kylo is kind of like free. So he has to have a Kylo has to have a good grip. He doesn't have a good grip. He's kind of screwed <laughs> right
1: um but yeah yeah, yeah i look the lightsaber it's iconic i think it's the one thing that every star wars fan wants uh
0: yes. in real life is a lightsaber hey they uh, do have a real one it's made of plasma <laughs> uh, yeah the, uh, there is a, a team that actually created a actual working lightsaber made of plasma which is pretty cool it's closest it's we'll pretty... probably ever get
1: yeah in our lifetimes at least yes uh, So yeah, so thanks for listening to the Holocron Histories podcast. Um, We will see you next time.
0: And then may the Force be with you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Holocron Histories, Star Wars canon versus legends. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at SWHolohistories and contact us at holocronhistories at gmail.com.
1: Or you can send us an email using threecountthoughts at
0: gmail.com. Okay, are you ready? Ring the bell.